This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. Breaking news. LeBron is a Laker. This Clippers team will win a championship this year. Paul George, corner three. Yes! Bryant has to put it up with the buzzer, banks it in, ha-ha, he banks in the three, and the Lakers win the game! What's good everybody, we're back for a special edition emergency pod episode of the Battle for LA podcast, part of the Clutch Points Network and the Blue Wire Network now. Um, Reggie Jackson has agreed to a buyout with Reggie. the with the, LA, with, with the Detroit Pistons, I should say, and he's signing, or he plans to sign with the LA Clippers. Uh, before we get into that, as usual, it's Tomer Azarla here, your LA Clippers beat writer for Clutch Points. And on that end, uh, the ever-enthused Ryan Ward. Happy days. Happy <laughs> days are here again. Uh, our Lakers beat writer, uh, back from his all-star break and ready to get going again. Um, nah, I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? I want to go back to the beach. <laughs> How are the beaches? Nice weather out oh, there? Oh, man. So nice. Where'd you go? Newport? Newport, Newport Beach and then Disneyland for a day. Look at this guy. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's about it. But it was enough. So I went to the gym and then my couch. And then my gym and my couch again. Yeah. I was on my couch right next to the beach, which was amazing. All right. Now you're just rubbing it all over. Uh, faces. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Reggie Jackson has agreed to a buyout with the Pistons, according to Woj. And will be or plans to sign with the LA Clippers in the coming days. Um, Clippers have a couple roster spots open right now, so they don't really have to. They don't have to cut anyone. Um, they cut Derek Walton Jr. and traded Jerome Robinson before the All Star break, before the trade deadline. Acquired Marcus Morris, and now have acquired Reggie Jackson. Which, honestly, I don't know how much it helps them, but I do know that it keeps a guy away from the Lakers. Um, <laughs> if there's one thing the Lakers have needed, it's a playmaker. And another body out there, another scoring option, I, I think, anyways. And in the last couple of weeks, the Lake, the Clippers have gotten both. They got Marcus Morris, probably the best available um, guy that was going to be traded. Um, I think you could say that Marcus Morris was probably, despite what New York said, was probably on his way out. I think everybody's on their way out in New York. Well, they said that they weren't planning on trading him and wanted to keep him there for the future. I just didn't believe it. I thought yeah, they cool. could get so much value Come for him on. in terms of picks and players, they're going to try and trade him. Exactly. So they acquired him, and now Reggie Jackson, another guy who I thought the Lakers would be after if he agreed to a buyout with the Pistons. Well, I think that's what Woj said, right? Like The, the Lakers, Lakers were, were interested in signing yeah, him. They were a strong suitor. They really wanted him. <laughs> Had no chance, it seems. Uh, I mean... I would assume that if the Clippers didn't sign him, uh, the Lakers would have signed him. Right. But, um, this may have been another case of the Clippers keeping a player of value away from the Lakers. Mm -hmm. The Lakers have just kind of gotten screwed lately, I think. I mean, not 
they just, I mean, I, I don't know if you could say like the Clippers had the edge or whatever, but maybe that they, they were intent on trading Kuzma and a couple of other players to open up roster spots, bring in Morris, bring in Darren Collison if he actually wanted to, to do it, and and maybe a guy like Reggie Jackson. I don't know, but it just hasn't gone their way each time. And now well, they still have a full roster, guys. So, I mean, they didn't cut anybody, but it uh, doesn't look like they're going to get anybody off the buyout market. Well, um, we've ta- we've talked about it. Like they they may have considered just keeping this roster because of what they went through throughout the whole Kobe Bryant experience, mm-hmm. being on that flight when they found out. Well, I mean, you think about it. They've only lost twelve games. I mean, yeah, and they're we, a terrific we, team. We act like, oh my God, they're so far behind, but they've only lost twelve games, and they're atop the West still. So I don't know if it's that they're far behind. I think it's that they're trying to stay ahead. Yeah, I guess that would be a good way to put it, especially with the Clippers, you know, reloading the way they have. But like you said, I mean, the Clippers have injury issues that they have to address as well, right? With Paul George especially. That's Which is why I think th- the Clippers adding more depth can never hurt them. No. We've talked about the Lakers guys being a bit injury prone, I guess, with, with AD, his injuries, uh, and LeBron's groin. No one knew how exactly he would come back from that. I think AD's held up better than I expected, especially after seeing the way he plays and he's on the floor every five seconds, it seems. Um he said he sold up pretty well. Um, little nicks, and, uh, you know, bumps and bruises along the way, but nothing serious, nothing like lingering where you're like, oh man. I mean, in their first, uh, what they played, fifty three games. He's played forty six games. Yeah, only missed seven games. Pretty good. And that was because of a hard fall he took. Yeah, which was a scary fall. I think a lot of it was just precautionary, like, and they were cruising. So why force him out there? Right. And right. I, I guarantee you, there's been a few times where he said, "I'm playing." And it didn't really give the coaching staff much choice. Like, you know, put me on the floor. And you don't want to piss off a guy who could be a free agent this summer, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, and then LeBron's been able to, he's held up pretty well, too. I mean, he hasn't had any serious issues. Nobody really has, you know? I'd right, say so, Rondo's so, the only one that's had extensive injuries. And everybody in Lakerland, I think, would love to show Rondo, Rondo the door. Le- LeBron and AD have basically been healthy all year. For the most part. Yeah. Uh, Kuzma's had his injuries. Uh, Rondo. Yeah, I think Caruso there. had a couple Nixon bruises yeah. here. But, but nothing um, like there was more not than on like, not like a what, couple games. Not right like what the Clippers have been dealing with. No. Which is Paul George has had a third re-aggravation, as we talked about in the other day's episode. Um, third injury to his left hamstring. Paul Patrick Beverly's groin. There's, uh, there's just going to be a lot to monitor there. But let's look at Reggie Jackson. I mean, this year he suffered. He started out the season with a uh, stress reaction in his lower back. So he only he only made his um, he only played 35 minutes to start the season. He played the first two games, started them both, and then was out until January 22nd. So he missed a good chunk of time. Wow! Um, and Detroit hadn't really they limited him at first, and he played well. He had a couple solid games to start the year for I mean when he came back for uh, Detroit. But I don't know how much he moves the needle for the Clippers now. I mean, he does give them another playmaker. I think he's more of an insurance guy in case Beverly goes down with an injury, in yeah. case Paul George has to miss well, some I mean, time. You or got two insurance guys there. You got Reggie Mark. for the backcourt, and you got Marcus Morris, Marcus Morris for the backcourt. with Paul George having his issues. So, I mean, <laughs> they're drop-offs in talent, I think. Um, but at least maybe there's, there's stopgaps, so though. At least there's someone there yeah. that you're not just throwing in a, okay, Rodney Magruder or something. These guys are experienced yeah. guys who have playoff experience. Mm-hmm. They have, I mean, Reggie Jackson was part of the Thunder team that went to the 2012 finals, I want to say. 
I think he was a part of that team. He didn't play, Sounds but he was a part of that right. team. Uh, he's played. He's played with KD. He's played with Russ. He's played with Andre Drummond, James Harden. He's played with with a lot of talented. He's never guys. really had a home though, has he? He's never really stayed anywhere where you'd say like, oh, okay, this guy is. No, he got traded to Detroit. He got traded to Detroit because he wanted the starting opportunity, and yeah. then um, Detroit signed him to that big deal. But besides that, no, not really. Um, and so now, yeah, I just so much of this, like I said earlier, I think was just insurance one, but also keeping talent away from the Lakers who. I mean, now we're left with probably Rondo and Caruso. Yeah, I think they're they're pretty much, as I said before, they're, they're screwed in terms of trying to bring somebody else in. I mean, the guys that they could still bring in, you got Trey Burke still out there. You got possibly uh, Della Dova getting bought out, but even that's not somebody you're going to get thrilled about. Well, the Cavs and Matthew Della Dova could agree to a buyout, but... And he has played with LeBron. He has but won a title with he's LeBron. He's not a guy you'd be like, okay, that answers our problems, right? Right, right. Then there's J.R. Smith and Dion Waiters, who I both think are wild cards. You know, like they could be really good for you, and then they could be terrible. Coincidentally, both clutch clients. J.R. Smith's a clutch client? Yeah. He got him that big deal, that four year, $52 million deal a couple <laughs> years ago. So. Pays to be friends with LeBron. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so one of those guys might still be. In the works, but then again, I mean, do they really improve your team that much better than, say, a Troy Daniels or Quinn Cook? You know, well, Dion Waiters can get his own shot. He can do a bit more on the floor the than Troy Daniels. Yeah, can. but they're not exactly ball handlers. You don't trust these guys to bring the ball up the floor and create an offense. You know, like it. These are guys. These are gunners. I think you need a guy like a Dion Waiters who has that confidence. To, I mean, he had that game winner a couple of years ago against the Warriors. I, I want to say I just wouldn't trust a guy like that. Yeah. To play consistently well and keep it all together? No. So then is this the roster the Lakers are taking yeah, through? I'm pretty convinced they are. I mean, I, I think the best case scenario for them now would be that they get DeMarcus Cousins back. They get him back healthy and ready to go. But then you got you got a lot of big guys there. You know, who plays? How healthy is DeMarcus Cousins? Is he rushing back? Uh, what do you do with Dwight? You know, does he take a back seat? Like, it's, it's, it almost brings more questions than it does answers. But it gives you a little bit more flexibility. And maybe, you know, Anthony Davis can be more at that four. Doesn't have to swing to the five when the playoffs come around. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I really don't think you're going to see another move from the Lakers. Unless there's an injury. Well, I mean, I don't even know how much DeMarcus Cousins even helps them because in the I, 25 I don't minutes... I don't know either. In the 25 minutes that he played against the Clippers uh, as part of the Warriors in the series, uh, playoff series this past year, he was like a minus 19 in 25 minutes and he played with the starters for the most part. He was just... Mm. He couldn't defend out of pick and rolls. He got beat every time yeah, I remember when they switched slow. off. He just... Maybe that was him coming off injury too. It's got to be. And that was coming off... You a, can't... That was coming off a hamstring injury. If he comes... I don't know what you can expect coming off an Achilles ACL. injury. Was it an Achilles or uh, no, ACL? ACL? It was ACL. Yeah. I don't know what you can expect coming off an ACL injury. I really don't. That That's that's I more serious it, than an hamstring well, It's all about the conditioning, right? Like a big guy like that, I mean, having that conditioning is, is, a, is an asset. And if you don't if you don't have your body ready, you're, you're in the mix for another injury real quick. And that's exactly what happened to him uh, before. What was it? Was it the quad? I think it was the quad, uh, quarter hamstring tear, something like that. Uh, I think it was a quad. I think you're right about that. Yeah. Right, he went running for a loose ball and and it just popped on him. I think he tore the quad uh, or partially strained the quad in the playoffs game two against the Clippers. I remember I was there. He dove for a ball 
and immediately grabbed it. Yeah. Um, and then came back for, I want to say it was like game three or four of the NBA Finals. So he missed about a month and a half uh, before he came back. I mean, he'd have to probably play super limited minutes too, you know, like 10, 15. Aside from that, I mean, I think you mentioned it. They have three very usable big men. Who get a lot this of minutes right now. four. Yeah. So you, you have, I mean, it's good to have options, but Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, and DeMarcus Cousins coming off an injury. I don't even know where you go with that. <laughs> I don't either, man. Like, just thinking well, about it. They, they think about it. They, they got Dwight because Cousins went down, right? They didn't know if, what they were going to get from him. And they, I mean, he's been playing way better than anybody really expected. He's not an all-star or anything, but, you know, he, he, he puts in those points. The rebounds, the blocks. I mean, he's been consistent. He's been a, he's been a good player for them. To close games, the Lakers' best lineup is probably Alex Caruso, Danny Green. I don't know if I want to include Kyle Kuzma in there. Probably not. Oh, that's tough. Because the four you have obviously are Caruso, Green, LeBron, and AD. Mm-hmm. Are you going with a with a big? Yeah, you put Dwight in there to close out games. Even though some teams might want to go small. And have AD at the five. Maybe. Like um, I know the Clippers five all is. All I know is it does get it does give you options. They've already got options, and it gives you another one, and a guy who can stretch the floor, which is something that even AD struggles to do. Right. He can hit the occasional three, but he's you wouldn't count on it. I mean, you look at the Clippers five. They have Patrick Beverly, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Marcus Morris, if it's about starting. I haven't even mentioned three-time six-man Lou Williams. Um, Probably leading candidate for six man this year, Montrezl Harrell, uh, Landry Shamit, Reggie Jackson. These are all guys who could start on teams. It's a solid. I roster, don't even top to bottom. Do you want a an offensive focused lineup with Trez finishing? Like I just they have so many options. That I think mm-hmm. that they'll give a lot of teams fit. Fits, yeah, the, the um, only the only big uh, issue is is health. And if they can't stay healthy, that's that that'll probably be their Achilles heel. But. Uh, if they can, they're scary as hell going into the playoffs. They're very they're, they're ten deep easily. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how they. How, it's going to be a lot to decide. Um, real quick though, I'll tell you guys. I think we told you about this last time, but our our, our new sponsor, our sponsor, Bet Online. Uh, it's the fastest way, fastest and easiest way to bet on all things sports. Uh, for example, March Madness, uh, the Masters, and Major League Opening Day. They're all right around the corner. They're coming up. And Bet Online has you covered for all your latest news, scores, and uh, betting odds. It's the best way to place bets, and the best of, best part about it is it's free to sign up. Uh, when you sign up, you receive 50% welcome bonus from them. Uh, for example, there's a Wilder Fury rematch that goes down this Saturday night, and what better way to wager on the fight than with actual free money? I think that's probably the best way to go about it. So just head over to BetOnline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's super easy, and if you're into betting, it's a fantastic way to support our podcast. We really appreciate it. Again, the p- promo code is BLUEWIRE. That's B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E. All one word when you sign up on, at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Before we transition into uh, the closing of our podcast, this is an emergency pod. Uh, we haven't talked about it yet. But there's a lot going on on social media with the Dodgers and the well, mainly the Astros and teams responding to the Astros cheating scandal and them it banging cheats. on trash cans and uh, using what was it buzzers inside their jerseys to tell them which uh, signs that's were coming still up. Rumored, but I I mean, did you hear uh, 
was it Cody Bellinger talk about? Uh, Guys are unleashing today? now because I think Manfred's response to all this was Weak. awful. You know, it wasn't what anybody anticipated, at least not what the players anticipated. So the backlash is just, it's hit another level now. I had a friend of mine text me last night. He said, what are the odds that Manfred gets fired to tomorrow? And I'm like, nah, it's not. Who, happening. Manfred? Yeah. Who would fire him? The owners? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I That's exactly what I said. I said, they're not going to make that big of a, a move just because of one, one thing that could potentially get changed i mean who knows no i think it's as simple as you got to vacate the title I, I it may lead it to it it may create other problems but it you will can't have you can't have this team keep their championship that they didn't earn no i agree i did earned by cheating yes right so i just it doesn't make sense to me that they're letting him and didn't he give them immunity like it's just it players yes it, that doesn't make any sense to me like if you don't vacate the title they're gonna get pitches thrown at them well, All it's, season it's, long. It's like you set a precedent either way, right? So you, you vacate the title, and then people could start screaming for the same kind of thing down the road if something happens, and it's right. not necessarily you're cheating, opening, yeah. but you're it's in the conversation. So it's like, where do you go with that, right? But, I mean, you go, you go the other way, and then it's like it's an incentive to cheat or to figure out a way to cheat, right? They got to slap on the wrist. They got to slap on the wrist. They got all their benefits from it. I mean, all these guys have the giant contracts now. They have that on their resume. They got all the money from the attendance from the playoff games. Well, World think series. about all the guys who didn't. Well, didn't you Darvish pitch that series? Oh, he, didn't he have a he horrible? Went, he got destroyed because of it. Yeah, yeah. And in more ways probably, than one, he was probably largely affected by that. Oh, big time. Kershaw, his Dodge. playoff woes. Yeah, he was probably largely affected by that, and maybe the Red Sox series well, too. A lot of guys and guys that aren't even on the team anymore. There, there goes their chance. They've to win changed the title careers because if, of it. if they've retired. Right, so they've changed careers because of it. So I think, yeah, I, I've, well, it's, I've, it's, it's like steroids, right? When, when the guys that were taking steroids, and they start, and they start knocking home runs out of the park, right? And then they sign these ginormous deals, but then get popped for steroids down the road. Does it even matter? Because they've already signed that giant deal and become extremely rich. It, I, they I may mean, not get in the Hall of Fame, but do you think they they really care in in the grand scheme do of they things? care no but it does matter like that does matter but they still have 200 million in the bank or yeah. whatever it is you know so it's like it and then it makes these other players coming up think how can i compete with that if i'm not doing the same thing right it changes the whole thing it changes i mean maybe other teams that we don't even know about yet did the same thing they're like well the astros are cheating how can we com- compete with that if we're not doing the same thing? So I heard, uh, I think it was Jeff Passan on 710 on the way here. Uh-huh. And he was saying, he's a MLB, he's the baseball world, MLB insider right? for uh, ESPN, yeah. Um, he was basically saying that he thinks there's a lot of other teams who may get caught with this if it keeps going. I don't doubt it. And it's in MLB's best interest if this just goes away. Just goes away. So in terms of... Like they, they vacating the title and then finding out other teams cheated would be opening a whole other can of worms. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's almost like damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? You're yeah, sh- they don't have a lot of good options. You get in, in it's all trouble bad options. one way or another, and it's going to be an ongoing conversation. It's the same as steroids. I feel like it has the same effect. Like it's it's going to be an ongoing conversation for a long time because you could do deep dives into every team or every team that was competing and see what they were doing. Maybe something else complete. Maybe the Dodgers get dinged for it. You know, maybe 
the Yankees get dinged for it or, or another team and another team and it keeps going and going and going. Maybe everybody's cheating. That's what it turns out to be in the end. I mean, who knows? It's a slippery slope. Yeah, they have a ton of bad options. And either way, it's going to result but in... But it is on the MLB bad. because they let this they let this go, right? They didn't do their homework. There's I mean, no it, way this stuff happens si- like, without... I'm not a big baseball guy, but isn't sign-stealing part of the game? Yeah. Yeah, but like, not technologically and as advanced as they've been doing it. And not to where they, every batter knows exactly what's coming. Yeah. That's like putting a ball on a tee, right? For a for a professional player. Yeah. It's 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 ugly. It's 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 terrible, you know? Just glad the NBA hasn't had something like this happen. Yeah, I, I don't even know where you go from this. I mean, cuz if if you don't And baseball's it, already in trouble. Yeah. I mean, people are just not as interested in it as, as they used to be. You know, it's ticket prices have gone up the last couple of years, right? Well, um, I mean, at least Dodgers tickets prices have well, gone yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, because they put a lot of money into the stadium and the players, so and the new management or whatever. But um, it's it was a struggling sp- sport already, and this happens. What are you gonna do now? It kind of makes me appreciate the way Adam Silver handled the Don oh, Sterling situation. Incredible, he's that guy. Almost a day, like twenty four hours after it came out. What I just love about uh, Silver in the NBA now is they're so damn progressive. They're, they like if something happens, they make a decision quickly. They don't take five years and then all of a sudden, okay, we're going to change it, like <laughs> or, or we'll consider it. You know, it's no, it's like well, like the Kobe Bryant Award now in the in that, the All Star game. Yeah, that was quick, really super quick, and it made perfect sense. You don't have to, you know, talk about it and debate about it for years to make it happen. They just were like, okay, that makes sense. Let's do it. Everybody loved it. You know, no problem. Move on to the next thing. I love that they were able to do the, I mean, obviously they hadn't picked teams yet, but the jerseys, obviously. That too. All-Star game format. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if they had this format before he passed away. Well, if think about it. Like, I think of how much they changed for that whole event, which is a giant event. Yeah. Within weeks because of all this. That's incredible. Yeah. And to, for it to go off seamlessly. Oh, it's probably the best all-star game in yeah. years. I think the only thing that hasn't been fully addressed is people wanting to get the logo changed to Kobe, right? I think that was a reactionary Oh, yeah, thing. of course it was. I don't think it was necessary. But a lot of people were up for all for it. And I don't think it'll happen. Were you up for it? Honestly, I didn't, I didn't care one way or the other. I was kind of like, yeah, if it happens, cool. If not, then... Then whatever we've had the Jerry West one for forever, as long as I can, I've been a fan of the NBA. Yeah. So, and I think honoring him with an award that he had the most of <laughs> makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, I I agree with that. That was uh, he's immortal that way now, mm-hmm. right? So why not? How long do you keep the All Star game going with scoring twenty four points in the fourth quarter until it doesn't work? <laughs> until defense is not played again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until it doesn't work. Um, yeah, well, I mean, anything else to add before we close it up? I don't think so. I mean, we got a few more days until the game's starting again. So. Yeah, again, a couple more days. First game for the Lakers is on Friday against the... Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Were they playing? Was it the Grizzlies? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're right, yeah. I think it's the Grizzlies, yeah, yeah. First game for the Lakers on Friday against the Grizzlies. And then... Uh, yeah, we got Grizzlies and then Boston on yeah. Sunday. And then the Kobe Memorial on Monday. That's right. And then the Pelicans on Tuesday. Yeah, so a couple of interesting days there. 
Um, and they got it for three game road. Funny, we trip. talked about this just like yesterday or the other day, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and the Clippers have Kings Saturday, first game for the All Star break Saturday. They'll be practicing Thursday for the first time, I believe. So maybe we'll hear from Reggie Jackson. Definitely get to hear from Marcus I would Morris. I so. I mean, well, he hasn't officially signed with the team, so we'll, I guess it has to be official. Um, yeah, but Sacramento, Memphis coming out of the All Star break, both at home. Uh, yeah, that wraps it up for us. Uh, as always, you can follow um, Ryan Ward at Ryan Ward LA on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. You can follow me at Tomer Zarly. That's T O M E R A Z A R L Y on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Getting to that as well. Um, as always, subscribe to the podcast. Give us a five star review on wherever you get your podcast Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, um, Apple, wherever you get it. Uh, comments questions concerns you can tweet at us instagram message us whatever it was um ryan loves to hear your complaints all day he's ecstatic looking at it right now yeah totally Uh, (laughs) uh, yeah and then um yeah follow clutch points uh wherever you know on all social media platforms whether it's twitter facebook instagram uh follow blue wire as well partnered up with them as well they've been great for us so uh yeah that wraps it up for us and we'll we will catch you i mean barring another crazy move in the next couple of days we'll, we'll be you. next time we'll be Kobe's Memorial I think oh that's right yeah. that'll be an interesting day yeah alright we will talk to you after Kobe Bryant's Memorial cool so have a good one guys see you later Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.